Hello and welcome back to another episode of Daydream Believers. I'm Elle. And I'm Elle. What's going on? Not much, Elle. How was your week? Uh, yeah, you know. You know. It was okay. I actually, actually, it was good. Mm-hmm. Because I tended to my veggie garden. Tended? Weekend. Ooh. I didn't know you had a veggie garden. I do. I do well. And it's got lots of nice little plants in there. Ooh. So I got myself some tomatoes, some cucumbers. Cucumber. <laughs> some peppers, lettuce. It's going to be great. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. I. This is the second time, second summer yeah. that I'm doing my own veggie garden. And man, there's a lot to learn. There's yeah. a lot to learn. There's a lot of work that goes into it. I can't imagine. Yeah. My grandparents, they work. I feel like it's a nine to five job it on is their a garden. Nine to five job. It totally is. Like Worth I see, it. I see like my grandmother. Hmm. You know, she is out there all the time. But it's so worth it. You're you're eating from your own earth. You're eating I your like food. That. You know, <laughs> your food. It's, yeah. your, it's 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 amazing. You're one with the earth. I completely agree. I feel like there's this level of like just comfort eating a tomato from my grandparents' garden. Oh, garden. Totally. Like, a salad with, like, a freshly homegrown tomato is just, yeah. like, it's oh, a whole different oh, cucumber. Taste. Yeah, there's something yeah. just so much better about it. I yeah. can tell, I can taste the difference. It's oh. not... Yeah. For sure. And my grandfather, um, years ago before he passed away, hmm. he used to grab the cucumber off the tree, cut off the end, just go, <laughs> just blow off the dirt, <laughs> and then just give it to me. <laughs> And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you made that noise so well. <laughs> so with that, that always showed me because I loved watching my grandparents do their garden. It made me think, you know, when I have kids, I want to have my garden and yeah. we can all go outside and I can put little gumboots on them and they can have little baskets. Oh, I love that. You know, so that's always been a boots. dream. Yeah, oh, me too. <laughs> that's always been a dream of mine. So now that especially I've got my son mm-hmm. and he's still a bit young now for this year, but next year summer when I'm planting all the sem- summer veggies again, whoo, you better believe I'm going to put gumboots on that boy. Oh, He'll look so cute. I know. But yeah, no, I feel like definitely something I want to, once I have my own house, that is my go-to can thing. I, can I tell you, it's actually, it's so therapeutic. I can imagine. Yeah. I, I understand why a lot of, you know, retired people do it. Yeah. It's honestly, it's time consuming, mm. which is nice. Yeah. And even just going outside to water the plants, I don't know, you get... It helps you get more fresh air and you're watching your plants grow every day and you're You're giving them them life. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's actually become a very small little passion project for me. I love that. Yeah. That's something as I've gotten older, I've noticed a lot of people have picked up that hobby of either enjoying houseplants or building their own little veggie patch. Yeah. I think that's definitely something, like you mentioned, it's therapeutic. It's good to have a hobby. It's good to try new things. And I think that's all in one like amazing hobby. You're eating healthy. You're getting outside. You're getting that vitamin D. I love it. Exactly. And you're getting a lot of produce that's without chemicals or whatever yeah. you know because these are all natural obviously yeah oh it nothing tastes better nothing tastes it's better so than picking your own tomato mm. cutting up a salad Yum. it tastes magnificent i'm gonna i can't wait till i can have like make my own I highly recommend because honestly it actually makes you feel pretty proud of yourself yeah especially the first tomato that you pick 
Well, normally cucumbers come first. Yeah. But the first cucumber you pick, you're like, hell yeah, it's my cucumber. <laughs> I can't imagine it'd be mm-hmm. so cute. It's 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 oh. awesome. Even like little carrots. I remember making like this science project in primary school where we had to cut off a carrot top and put it on cotton pads oh, yeah. and water it and the green leaf ah, from the top of the carrot yeah. would start to grow and I'm like wow yeah like it, just so cool the it way that cool, things right? grow and the way that you can I don't know I love it I tried growing carrots once mm. and it didn't it didn't, it didn't, it didn't go, it didn't go well. they, they went very they curled oh I don't know they yeah. they didn't grow straight down they kind of curled so yeah, I'm going to have to try that again another time. Yeah. And also, I found a whole bunch of potatoes in there. In oh, in the carrots? Garden. Oh. No, not in the carrots. <laughs> what? <laughs> in the veggie garden. I oh. found a whole bunch of potatoes in there. Yeah. Hmm. So, and I never planted potatoes, so. Oh, okay. So, that's odd. Maybe the last yeah. owner? Yeah, so when I rented out my house, they must have planted potatoes. And once you plant potatoes, it's hard to... Get okay, everywhere. I love potatoes, though. Me too. Potatoes. I always say, like, if I had to pick one type of ingredient yep. to just live on a anywhere with, it's potatoes. You can oh. have chips. You can have just normal potatoes. You can boil them. You can fry them. Yeah, you can totally air fry potatoes. them. Like, yeah, so yummy. Totally potatoes. Oh, fries. Mash. I, fries. Oh, I love some mashed oh, potato. Mash. Oh, mashed potato and gravy is just mm. oh my weakness. My weakness. Oh, so good. Anyway, should we get into the actual podcast today? Oh, we shall. All right. Shall we move on to what was number one in music history today? Yes. Great. In 1973, Mm -hmm. the song Photograph by Ringo Starr was number one. Nice. Not going to lie, it's a little bit surprising. I I, I was shocked as well, actually. He had two number ones after his day of the Beatles, and Photograph was one of them. What was the other? Oh, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just one Beatle that I don't listen to his individual music. Yeah. Oh, look, I definitely know that song. But other than that, there's really not much I listen to outside of the Beatles. But I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to their music outside of the Beatles much. Yeah. Paul I do quite a bit because he was in Wings. And yeah. I, I, I like the band Wings. But George a little bit. John, uh, See, for me, I like Travelling Wilbury, so George. Yeah, of course. And I listen to his, like, individual yeah. songs every yeah. now and then, too. But, yeah, Travelling Wilbury is, oh. Yeah, George had an amazing career. I love it. After the Beatles. Yeah. He did super, I mean, like, they all did. They all had a great career. But George, in particular, had a great career. Just Travelling Wilburys in general, like, Roy that, Orbson was in there, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. That crazy. Yeah. Cra- I mean, like, Eric Clapton, he's probably only the best guitarist in the whole wide world. Yeah. It just, it's... Incredible. And the guy from... Uh, the, from Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. Just, it's literally... Yeah, I always forget the name mm. as well. But, but yeah, I always forget his name as well. And, ah, it's just such a great brand. Yes. Anyway, what's the next on our In little In 1975, mm-hmm. Queen started a nine-week run at number one with Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah. Nine weeks. Do you know you're the first person to ever play that song for me? Get out of here. Yeah, we were sitting in my sister's bedroom when we were like, I think you would have been grade six or I would have been year seven. And you played it on the our old computer that like I'm pretty sure it still had dial up or we had like a USB that helped us get Wi Fi. I don't understand how those things work. And you played it on YouTube for me and I was like, Wow, what what a what a song. How do you remember this? I have a very good memory. Oh my god, (laughs) I'm the opposite. Ever since I had a baby I've forgotten everything. 
No, my memory is one thing that like, I don't know if other people with anxiety have this. It's, I think it's a quality of obsessive compulsive disorder, which is what I have. It's like, I feel like I'm always going to forget things. So I rehearse things in my brain. So I'll go through memories I've had in the past and I replay them in my head so I don't forget them. Yeah. So I think about that every couple of weeks because I, oh, I like... I like that. Okay, in 1995... <laughs> yes. Ooh, our year. Our year indeed. Whitney Houston was number one with the song Exhale. Shoop, shoop. Is that the song Shoop? <laughs> I actually no. don't know what that song is. Oh. But it was number one. Nice. But it was her 11th number one. 11th? 11th. Wow. Yeah. Damn, what a voice, right? Ah. Uh, Look, people might fight me over this, mm. but I actually think she's probably in the top three of best female voices. I don't think anyone would fight you, surely. That's like, I think that's and a no. a lot, look, there's a lot of competition. You know, you ask different people, they all have different opinions, but I think she might be just number one. Yeah, I think number one. Yeah. I feel like Whitney ran so Mariah, no, is how does that, Whitney walks so Mariah could run and then Ariana Grande could jog, I don't know, but I, I feel like they're never, all similar. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, do you know what I mean? Like, I Whitney became, like, the first yeah. person so that Mariah Carey could then, like, ah, use her voice so that Ariana Grande could use her voice. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Man, Ariana Grande does have an amazing voice. Yes. I like that you can define when it's her voice as yes. well. She's done, like, something to really just trademark her, yeah. her sound. Though it annoys me sometimes, I don't understand what she's singing sometimes with the mumbling. Yeah. I do think she's extremely talented and have she a is tiny obsession very, with her. very, very talented, that Ariana Grande. Grande. All right. If your birthday is on the 13th of May, well, guess what? You share a birthday with Richie Valens mm. and Stevie Wonder. Nice. How about that? And Stevie Wonder sings happy birthday. <gasps> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay. <laughs> carried away there. <laughs> carried away. All right, so I think we're going to take a break now, but when mm-hmm. we're back, we're going to be talking a lot about Britney Spears. Mm, Britney. Hey everyone, what is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time, stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting? Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. We are back and today's episode is a celebration for Britney Spears. Yes, free Britney. Free Britney, the free Britney movement. It paid off. It really did. I think back to like way back when, when that guy was leave Britney alone that video oh my god yeah yeah and I'm just like wow like he knew something none of us knew until last year like it's just ridiculous that it's taken this long to get people to actually do something about it even how long we've all known about it and it's been such a work in progress for her to actually get the freedom yeah 
I'm, I'm not going to lie. I actually can't believe something like that is actually legal. Exactly. And I don't think it's just her. I think there's a few other, like I watched a documentary and they were saying there's other celebrities in conservatorship as well, but it's obviously not to the extent of maybe what Britney's was like. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. To just take someone's basic human rights away because you feel like they may not be able to do them themselves or like they may have a mental disorder that might put them in a position where they can't make those decisions for themselves. Like being someone that suffers from a mental disorder, if someone treated me like that just because of the way my brain worked or just because of the way I handled things, like uh, that would break me as a person. I don't know how she's done it for these years. It's a long time. I believe it was 13 years. Yeah. Fuck, that's too much. a long time. Scary. And from your own family as well. I know. I've like noticed on TikTok and stuff, people despise Jamie Lynn Spears. And I kind of get it. Every time I think of her, I just try and like separate her from Britney Spears and think of her as just Zoe 101 from Nickelodeon. And I'm like, ah, yes. Have you seen that clip of jamie lynn performing britney's songs on stage and it cuts to britney in the audience you can tell she's visibly uncomfortable yes like i watched that as well thrilled about it. not thrilled to be a fly in the room in any kind of like in the kardashians home or to yeah, be like in sure. their situation i would just be so intrigued to see what the real life relationships are like and what those real conversations yeah. they have with each other are like yeah okay so the girl has a lot of freedom now yeah which hallelujah that's Mm. insane like what's some of the things that she can actually do now i remember in the documentary her friends saying that they weren't even allowed to like talk to her via text message or anything like she'd have to get like almost burner phones to message people so being able to talk and call your friends to even see your friends like any friend that you would Mm. like to have would be just incredible for her yeah i know i think we're talking about it the other day she put up an instagram post where she wants to have a baby now and i wonder if that's something she wasn't allowed to have back then no she no she couldn't have a baby yeah which is crazy she now has freedom with her own uterus that is that isn't that insane yeah that is insane so she now has the freedom to have a baby and she wanted to and i did see that post on instagram she posted a picture of a mum's feet next to little baby feet and little babies on their tippy toes. And she wrote, I feel like having a baby or I want a baby or something along those lines. Maybe I should have one. Just putting myself in her position. Yeah. Wow, you don't even have the choice Not to even have choice. a baby. That's she, the choice. she was talking about buying a candle. It's like she doesn't even know what to do now because like, yeah. she has the whole world in front of yeah. her again. To yeah. be able to just pick what you want to go purchase to be able to hold money or hold your own credit card yes, that's and right. make a decision. That's right. So she couldn't have an ATM card. She couldn't just drive anywhere she wanted to. She couldn't get married. She couldn't buy or sell her house. But what about the marriage? Yeah, yes. So basic freedoms of any human. Basic yeah. any human rights. There was a lot of things she just couldn't do. Yeah. And it's just insane. It is insane. No matter what someone is going through, no matter any mental capacity they have, they should be allowed to to still make choices in their life. Like a child is still should still be allowed to make choices in their life. So why are we not letting a fully grown adult woman that was capable of working she worked throughout this whole time doing yeah. shows in Vegas and everything this oh, whole and time. Apparently she was amazing at Vegas. Yeah. That's what I'd heard. I've only seen her live once, I think it was in two thousand eight and mm. I went with my dad to her concert and I know back then there was a whole speculation like she lip syncs, like she's not even a good singer, she's not even a real singer. I'm telling you now, I could hear her, like, you could tell when some songs obviously did have a track behind them. Yeah. Most singers do still put a track behind them when they sing mm. live anyway. But you could definitely tell when she was singing raw and singing live, and she was fantastic. Yeah. The energy she brought to the stage, it was just 
honestly one of my favorite concerts because I cherished her so much as a child, but mm. also because she just put on a fucking phenomenal show. Yeah. She definitely knows how to put on a show. You oh, can, definitely. Like, I've watched, you know, live performances on YouTube and stuff, and she kills it. Yeah, She definitely. just kills it. Speaking of her songs and her performing, Elle and I both have a list of our favorite Britney songs. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go through them very quickly. I'm going to say the song Lucky. When I was younger, I had, like, about three CDs. Yeah. And Lucky was one single that I had. It was, like, oh, yeah. in a little plastic pocket yeah. kind of thing. Not plastic, cardboard pocket. Yeah. I would listen to that song on repeat mm. consistently. I'm talking from, like, the time I was, like, five years old, I swear. So for those of you who don't know that song, I'll put it in our little Spotify playlist yes. because it is worth the listen. Just listening to the lyrics kind of now and understanding where she doesn't write her own lyrics, but all of her songs kind of make such great relatability to her life yeah. and to the situation she was in at that time. So yeah, I really love that song. Yeah, what about you, Elle? So there's a few things. The first one I will talk about is My Prerogative. Oh, My Prerogative. My prerogative. <laughs> oh, I think that's a great song. Yeah. Like, I know it's a cover, but that is a cover that is... It slaps. It slaps. And it's yeah. way better than the OG, in my opinion. I agree. I yeah. just think she kills it. Mm. No, yeah. I agree. I literally sometimes get that stuck in my head and I can just continuously pl- listen, like yeah. redo one verse constantly and constantly yeah, over in my mind. The amount of times like, I'll just be walking around and I'll all of a sudden I'll burst out, that's my paranga. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. different every time. I know. Oh. For me, the next song I had there was obviously a cult favorite. Oops, I did it again. Ah. I think that's the song that really introduced me to Britney Spears. Back then, I know everyone remembers her as like, it's Britney, bitch. But before she was, it's Britney, bitch. She was like, oops, I did it again, girl. Baby, hit me one more time. I don't think people realize like how big of a genuine superstar she she was was when we were in early primary school. She was huge. Like, if you had to ever talk about, like, a female artist, Britney Spears was the first person to pop in your mind. Celebrity Britney Spears was the first person. And as a younger child, I was obsessed with that film clip. Like, every little dance move. And I was saying to Elle earlier, like, I have this memory of that song where I was watching the film clip at my... with my auntie, and she had a boyfriend at the time. They're not together now. She's married to someone else. But her partner at the time, he pointed out to me that Britney Spears' hair was a wig... And he was really, like, pushing it, trying to explain that she's fake, etc. to this... I was literally, like, five or six at the time. (laughs) And I'm like, calm down, man. But I got so worked up about it that I ended up actually not listening to her. Like, I took on this persona of someone that didn't like Britney Spears. Wow. Throughout, like, middle primary school because I was just like, nah, like, I guess she's fake, like, blah, blah, blah. And he really imprinted that in my mind. And it wasn't until later in, like, her comeback kind of years that I actually started to really be like, nah, fuck this. I love Britney Spears. Yeah. I would say she's probably one of my favorite female artists, probably in that top five. Wow, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, take it away, Elle. Ah, yes. Well, my next song is Toxic. Ah, I mean, who doesn't love that song? Oh, and the film clip is good too. Ah, and she looks amazing. Yes. She looks... Yes. She looks amazing. I don't have any vivid memory about this song. Nothing like that. I just genuinely like this song. I think I, it's hard to disagree with that, yeah. you know? No. It's just awesome. Agreed. And the... <laughs> yeah. You know that? So, <laughs> so good. Baby, can't you see? Okay, okay. I'm going to end up bursting yeah. into a full on. Oh, my next song is Piece of Me. Ah, you want a piece of me. me. This is was my ringtone 
I think it? up until maybe like three years ago. Oh, wow. But my phone's always on silent anyway. Yeah. But one time I remember it went off in my maths class and <laughs> I was hella embarrassed. Yeah. Top notch song. Yeah. Okay, my next song is one of her slow songs, actually. Mm-hmm. It's Every Time. That was my fourth song as well. Get it. Get it. <laughs> no, I l- actually genuinely really love that song. And the lyrics are so sad. They are beautiful. I was reading them the other day and I was like, holy moly. It actually made me choked up a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting how also when, depending on what mood you're in, how you interpret the song. Yes. So there's a few different people that could really connect to the song. Like maybe someone who's grieving could really listen to this song and just, you know, lose their minds. Or even someone going through a breakup. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Heartache. I used to listen to that song all the time. Yeah. The heartaches. Like, it's a really nice, sweet song. Well, mine was the same song, so that's us all wrapped up, isn't it? That's us all wrapped up, I Love it. Now, more on Britney. Mm-hmm. I still remember all the magazine covers at the shops with that picture of her with a shaved head. Yes. Do you remember that picture? So well. I remember... Yeah, back then I was like 13. I didn't realize like how, what that meant, what that signified shaving her hair off, right? Yeah. It, like when you're in the middle of a, uh, a breakdown or a meltdown, you don't really think about anything else. You're just focusing on what you need to get done. You want to find this like new version of yourself or you yeah, want to change something. Yeah, exactly. You find a need for some very fast change. Exactly. To try and fix your situation. 100%. To make yeah. you think, okay, if I do this, I'm going to feel better instantly. And then the moment you do it, you're like, holy shit, no, I didn't change. You know. Yeah, it's like me. I'm like, I'll clean my room and change the whole way my whole bedroom yes. looks just because I'm, yeah. or like I'll color my hair a whole different color. And Brittany obviously took that to the complete other level where yeah. she shaved her whole head off. And yeah, as a child back then, your only way of observing that is through the adults in the world and through the media. Yeah, and exactly. And pinned her out to be an actual psycho. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how I saw her when I was 12. It, the media made her look like a lunatic. Exactly. Especially, I think her children, she lost custody of her children at that time. Yeah. When you're wanting help, when you're especially if you're misdiagnosed with something, for mm-hmm. example, or you're, you're not getting a diagnosis on something and you're not getting the attention or love that you deserve when you're going through something... Mm. There's sometimes you don't have any other way but to have a full episode or a full breakdown. Yeah. And I'm not too sure if she's diagnosed with bipolar. I feel like I've heard it a few times be brought yeah. up that she might have bipolar. And manic episodes are such a normal thing to have and such a, and a lot of people do suffer with manic episodes. Mm. And for her to go through one so publicly, yeah. I've definitely been in a position very similar in public where I've had mental breakdowns in public and like watching people around you ridicule you because you resemble something similar to what Britney's gone through or resemble something similar to what they've seen portrayed in the media as Mm. acting out or being, like, I hate using the word crazy, but being crazy, it makes me feel like I'm crazy. When I do Mm. act in that way or when I, back then, when I used to be at random meltdowns in public, I would feel like, oh, my God, I'm a crazy person. Mm. And that's just not the case. It's just my brain works differently and I I struggle sometimes. Yeah. We're already going through enough people that have those intrusive thoughts or go through moments of manic episodes they're going through enough as as it is they already feel different they already feel like they're not relating to anyone else and then to have other people in the media or anything like that try and pin them to be even more crazy than Mm. they are it's like when do they catch a break sometimes yeah exactly i think that one thing that we would learn from britney Mm. is that you know people have meltdowns yeah i've had meltdowns 
oh I've had my fair share sometimes you think to yourself why am I the only one that reacts this way to these things yes you just don't know what's happening behind closed doors to all the people you see on social media exactly someone could be posting oh my god yay having a great day I don't know yeah yeah having a great day I don't post anything when really five minutes beforehand they could have been crying their eyes out yeah a hundred percent there's only a small portion of people that are will show themselves yeah. in a, in the midst of a breakdown on social media yeah. and most of us don't even follow those type of people those those influencers or even in general like the people that you're comparing yourself to on yeah. the internet you're only seeing that smallest portion of their life and not aware of what the emotion is behind that or why they yeah. feel the need to show up on there maybe their version of a breakdown is to go on social media and to pretend and to avoid what they're feeling and that's the thing about social media it makes you think that am i the only one that's actually sad yes that that can be sad because it's just a reel of your life yeah it's only the good parts yep highlight it's only reel. a highlight reel that's it that's what i was after mm. it's only the good parts and you think to yourself oh my god they've got so many good things happening yeah why don't i have these good things happening why aren't i happy as they look in this photo exactly in this photo but you don't know the backstory of that photo like you they had a know. fight with their boyfriend and the boyfriend wouldn't take the photo and then you would turn into this big other thing exactly exactly but then again they probably look at all the photos that you post yeah and think the exact same thing 100 percent. and i think when it comes to like vulnerability about having meltdowns and ha- having bad days in general or having moments where you you feel like you're out of control of your own body or your own yeah. mind, that it's important to know that you aren't alone. There's so many people that feel the exact same way. Yeah, for sure. And though people aren't necessarily showing that vulnerability online or in your circles or even talking to you about it, doesn't mm. mean that they're not going through it. So if you are someone that is going through that stuff, you know that you're, you're not alone. And if you're someone that isn't going through that stuff, check in on those people that mm. are a bit quieter because – Sometimes they are going through something they just are too afraid or embarrassed to talk about yeah, it. most definitely. Because, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, there is this sense of feeling like you're crazy when you're not crazy and yeah. you, you just don't talk to anyone about it because you don't want someone else to perceive you as crazy or judge you for yeah, what you might exactly. be experiencing at that time. Yeah. Do not be afraid to reach out. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Do not be afraid to reach out. If you're in that position, do not be afraid to reach out. Mm-hmm. sometimes people around you just just don't notice yeah what you're going through sometimes and sometimes you you have to tell them don't wait for them to come to you first love what you've just said yes love what you've just said because sometimes if you're waiting you'll be disappointed yep and from them no ill intention it's simply just that they've just overlooked it or they just didn't notice it i think another thing i want to mention and add in there because i love what you just said a lot of people will say back to that, like, well, why didn't they notice? They should have just stepped up and, yeah. like, I, like, I shouldn't have to pull them up on it every single time. But some people just don't think in that same way. Some people don't put those same expectations on themselves. Yeah. So it's always important to remember that, like, you can only be mad at something if you asked for it. If you yeah. didn't ask for it and you didn't already communicate to them that that's something you need from them, you need them to check in on you, you need someone to... If that's something you didn't communicate to them, if you didn't communicate that they need to check in on you or that you are someone struggling at the moment, yeah. then they're not to know. And it's exactly. not... It's Sometimes it would be a lovely ideal world if everyone kind of had the same expectations about relationships, friendships, etc. Yeah. But it is important to know that we don't... If that's not the reality we live in and sometimes we need to just genuinely ask for what we want. And yes. ask for what we need. All right. Well, on a positive note, 
Britney's free. Free Britney. Have you ever watched the movie Crossroads with no. her in it? I watched it when I was in primary school and I've watched it every couple of years anyway. It's like a movie about three best friends, Britney Spears, in the movie. Really? She sings I Love Rock and Roll in it and I'm oh. Not a Girl. I'm Not a Girl. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. It's so good. It's Is like it? best friends and they put some... They were best friends when they were younger. They made a time capsule and now that they're not friends and they're older, they still go back to the time capsule. It's like yeah. this whole thing. But it's a cute movie. Oh. I liked Every time I think of Britney Spears, I'm like... You know what? I'm going to watch Crossroads. It's nice. Oh, I feel like I need to watch that. It reminds me, from your description, it reminds me of, like, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, I love that movie. Me too. But, yeah, I hope you guys, if you've taken anything from this, I hope you guys just know that it is okay to feel whatever you're feeling. It is all right to have breakdowns, to have meltdowns. Yes, I do. And if you ever need help or guidance in any way or you need to just express what you're going through... Please reach out to someone. If you don't have anyone to reach out to, you can always reach out to me or us in general. Mm -hmm. You can email us. We'll put our email below. You can work with me in one-to-one coaching, which will also be linked down below. I will mention I do have another podcast, guys. (laughs) Three tickets to. It's about movies. I will link it below. And we do have a Spotify playlist that will have all the songs we mentioned throughout our podcast linked below as well. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Until next time. Bye. We will see you next week. Bye, Nia. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Love you. Bye.